can help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Celtics blow out the Dallas Mavericks. 124-95. This was a very impressive win through and through. Celtics looked like they were the Celtics. Same Celtics that destroyed the NBA in the first 20-somewhat games of this season. Uh, Going to follow today's podcast, same as usual, run through play of the game, run through some of the highs. There aren't really any lows, so that section, super short. Talk about where the Eastern Conference stands at this point because there's been a lot of shuffling going on lately. Uh, but to get things started off here, got to give player of the game to Jason Tatum. Uh, this was this was very much a game where in the first half, first two and a half quarters, I was going with Grant, with Grant Williams for player of the game. Thought he played great. We'll talk about him in a little bit. Jason Tatum, though, just took over. Ended the game 29 points, 14 rebounds, and 10 assists. So he just absolutely crushed. And what I loved most about his game Honestly, like he had 11 points at halftime, but he had six assists. He wasn't scoring. He wasn't going out and scoring a ton. He had 16 points at the end of the third. He had 13 in the fourth, and he even played that much in the fourth. Uh, So this is very much a game where Jason Tatum focused on facilitating. He led the team in assists with 10, and honestly, this was a game where the Celtics moved the ball better than they have in – Quite some time. This is probably the best game that the Celtics have played in the last three weeks, four weeks. Uh, So just super impressive win all around. But Jason Tatum had his handprints all over it. And it wasn't a shooting game that you look at and are super impressed with. He was 8 of 22 from the field, 2 of 8 from 3. Honestly, both of those numbers, not very good. Not going to sit here and argue that. However, Got to the free throw line 12 times, hit 11 of them. And the 10 assist is really what shifts the entire game. All right, Jason Tatum was super aggressive getting downhill and finding guys. This was a game where the entire Celtics team, not just Tatum, the ball and player movement was incredible. 29 assists on 41 makes. And honestly, the percentage was even more after three quarters. Uh, At the end of the third quarter, we had 22 assists on 28 field goals made. So the numbers are just staggering, like crazy, crazy good numbers from this Celtics team. Uh, And honestly, you got to give a lot of credit to Jason Tatum in this because this wasn't really a game where Jalen Brown had a lot going. Uh, Jalen Brown got in foul trouble in this one, didn't play. I mean, he played 30 minutes, which for him is very low. but overall, it's like he had ended the game 19 points, seven rebounds. It's an okay game. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna sit here and say that Jalen played bad because he didn't. He ended the night with four fouls, wasn't able to play a bunch, didn't really get in rhythm much. Uh, but the shooting stats are there. Six to twelve, didn't take a lot of shots at all, uh, but really played within the offense. This is what I mean. Like the, when the Celtics aren't playing to any specific agenda and they go out and play Celtics basketball, this team is dangerous. It's so dangerous. And they did that tonight. Uh, And you love to see it. You absolutely love to see it. 
Jalen Brown did get to the free throw line six times. Love that about it. Uh, but honestly, outside of the Jays, I, I got to talk about Grant Williams. This was very much a game for Grant Williams where, you know, he didn't really do a ton in the second half. He had 10 points at halftime, but that first half for him was spectacular. One of the best halves of basketball that I've seen from Grant Williams ever. And I'm including the game where he had seven threes against Milwaukee in the playoffs. Grant Williams was phenomenal tonight. End of the night, 12 points, four rebounds, three assists, and a steal. Defensively, played really well. Second half had a couple lapses on the defensive end, but five of nine from the field. And it wasn't necessarily, you know, the shot making that was great. It was how he was going about shooting. Uh, This wasn't a strictly stand in the corner, make baskets. This was very much a game for Grant where he threw a couple of fakes, got to the rim. And not only when he got to the rim, was he finishing? He was also finding guys. Some of his passes today were like second to none. Like they're phenomenal, phenomenal passes. So really impressive game through and through for Grant Williams. Like I said, stat-wise, you don't see a ton going on past the, you know, past halftime, but he showed up. He led the team. Market him and Marcus Smart both had they were plus 25 in plus minus. You know, and again, I as much as I say I don't like talking about plus single game plus minus, I feel like I always do. So I'm just gonna run with it at this point. Grant Williams, when he was out there, the Celtics played great. And I don't think it's any surprise. You, the eye test was there too. Thought he played great tonight. Uh, we also saw, honestly, some really just good performances throughout. Uh, this wasn't necessarily a game where you're super heavy on the Jays. Obviously, Tatum had his in the fourth quarter, uh, but in that fourth quarter, there was a there was a point where Jason Tatum was the leading scorer with just 16 points. So this was a very you know group effort for this team. You've got Marcus Smart, who had a solid game-ish, 15 points. Uh, you've got Derek White, chipped in 10, very efficient shooting, 4 of 7 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3. He looked good in this one. Defensively, he was fantastic, per usual, but he had just an unreal block on Spencer Dinwiddie. Unreal block on him. Uh, but then outside of that, you also got good performances from Brogdon. This was Malcolm Brogdon, like really looking like the Malcolm Brogdon that we saw in the first 20 games. You know, I've said it on this podcast. He has not looked great in the last month. Uh, he's definitely hit a slump. Same with Derek White for that matter. But Malcolm Brogdon, this 15 points, uh, three rebounds, four assists, only one turnover. Uh, four of eight from the field, three of five from three, four or five from the free throw line. I thought Brogdon was great in this one. Uh, we saw a lot of like good contributions from from our team. You know, you looked up and down, up and down the bench. Everybody besides Blake Griffin that played scored. And honestly, everybody played. You've got Grant with 12, Justin Jackson with two, Sam Hauser, five. Cornette had two alley-oops, four points there, three for Robert Williams, who I think had a really good game, very impactful minutes, played 21 today, so a little bit higher than what we've seen, 
but also chipped in seven rebounds. Had a block. Looked great out there. Super bouncy. Marcus Smart did achieve the impossible today. Uh, he threw an alley-oop that not even Robert Williams could catch. One of the worst passes I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it was like four feet above Rob. However, the rest of the game for Robert Williams I thought was great. Defensively just impacts the game at such a high level. Uh, you can see him calling out screens. You can see him kind of directing guys on the defensive end and then clogging up the lane. This was a this was a really really good game through and through for this team. And when you look at, you know, really the the bench scoring, the bench production on both sides, it's very heavy towards the Celtics bench. And you know, the Mavs went pretty heavy late in the fourth quarter with Powell and Hardy, uh, who honestly kind of went off in that fourth quarter, but there was a point in this game where we were outscoring the bench 27 to 2. Obviously, that shifted. You've got 15 for Hardy, 10 for Powell. But outside of that, their next leading is Theo Pinson, old time uh, Celtics bench legend, uh, with three. So their bench really did nothing outside of Powell and Hardy. Uh, but again, that was late in the fourth quarter when this game was so far out of reach. So far out of reach. So, again, super impressive win for the Celtics. And what makes it slightly more impressive is that on the defensive end, we just looked head and heels better than we have in a long time. A long time. And, again, I don't know if that's saying much considering we gave up 150 points to the Thunder last game. But holding the Mavericks – very good team to 95 points holding Luca to 23 points. And honestly, he only had three assists in this one, holding him to 23 points on seven of 23 from the field. All of six from three. I will literally never ask for anything better than that. If we can hold Luca to those numbers, every time we play him, it is an absolute shoe in victory. Because Luca's very much a guy that's contributing to everything. They pop, They showed a stat uh, before the game started. He's contributing to nearly 57 points a game, I think was the number. He had 23 points, and he only had three assists. So even if all three of those were threes, that's only 32 points that he's attributing to. So this is as good a job as you can do on Luca. Uh, so just like this is a super impressive win. Defensively held the Mavs to 15 assists on the game. Uh, they had they were shooting 21% from three, 38% from the field. Like these, this is what the Celtics blueprint was all last year. You know, their identity was defense. And I'm not going to say we haven't seen it at all. The Celtics are even after the absolute blowout to the thunder giving up 150 points we were still we're still the seventh ranked defense in the nba as far as defensive efficiency goes so i'm not going to sit here and say that the celtics defense has been horrible it hasn't been as good as we saw last year it's not as good as you know what we're capable of but this is a really just impressive defensive performance 
Uh, and a big part of that came on the, you know, the rebounding side of the house too. This is a Dallas Mavericks team that plays small. This is, you know, they're, they're rolling Christian Wood out at the center. Like they don't have really a big man anymore. Uh, we out rebounded them 52 to 42. Really solid numbers all around for us. Uh, we also had, you know, six steals. We had eight blocks on the night. And one of the other keys to this, 11 turnovers. Kept the turnovers super low. So, again, I don't want to harp on it. I feel like I've said it a million times. But through and through, this was a very, very good basketball game for the Boston Celtics. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's perfect. Uh, I do want to talk about some negatives. I'm going to keep that section super, super short, though. And then I'll talk a little bit about where the Celtics currently stand in the Eastern Conference. Uh, before we dive into that, though, I want to take a quick break for work from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilize the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. The NBA season is heating up and there are still so many unknowns like can the Celtics continue on this unbelievable stretch of basketball and break the NBA offensive rating record. When I'm looking to get in on that action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Do you think Jason Tatum's going to score 35 in a Celtics 10-point game? This is the type of action you can get in on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the app now, sign up with code TBPN, place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so I'm looking through notes. I'm looking through stats. Honestly, there really aren't a ton of negatives to take from this game. The one thing that is still kind of driving me nuts is the fact that we 
are still complaining about absolutely everything. And we ended up having a technical on Rob, but we also had two delay of game warnings in the first five minutes of this game. Uh, so they got a bunch of extra free throws just from our stupidity and, you know, complaining. And a lot of people on the Facebook page are freaking out about the refs being horrible. I don't, I don't care. This is their job. If you, if you think they're terrible, so be it. There's literally nothing you can do. Being an idiot, complaining, isn't going to help you ever. So the Celtics need to just get out of their, get it out of their heads. They just need to stop complaining. But outside of that, I don't really think there are many negatives to take from today's game. I think there were a couple points in today's game where Jason Tatum kind of got a little shot happy, trigger happy, took a couple shots that he probably shouldn't have. But again, I'm nitpicking at this point. Like he shot eight of 22. So it's not like the percentages are great, right? So it's very plausible that there were a couple of shots in there where he forced up tough threes when he wasn't hitting them. He missed six threes tonight, right? Like those numbers, not good, right? So there are a couple in there, but again, nitpicking, absolute nitpicking. Uh, so I want to I want to move past it. This is a great win. They beat the Mavericks by 29 points. Can't really complain about that when you've got, you know, an MVP leading candidate in Luka Doncic is on a seven-game win streak. We took him down with ease. Uh, so big dub. Do want to talk about where the Celtics kind of stand in the Eastern Conference. I uh, want to talk about all-star voting here as well, because this is, you know, a time where the Celtics, they want to continue getting all-star nods, right? Whether or not people care, uh, these players do. And frankly, Jalen Brown deserves to be in the all-star game. It's as simple as that. He's been playing unbelievable basketball tonight. Definitely not his night. Uh, but it also wasn't a bad game for him either. So right now they released the first round of fan votes and Jason Tatum is fourth in his positional voting. And so is Jalen Brown. Both of them are fourth. So right now they're not starters, but they're making the all-star game. So, I would say good for them, but Jason Tatum should not be fourth as far as big men go. Uh, absolutely should not. So at this point, there is still a lot of time left before anything sort of happens uh, as far as all-star teams being announced. But if you haven't done so already, try to vote. Go on the NBA.com app. Go online. Like, you can vote right on the app. It's super easy. Set an alarm. Do it every day. Doesn't need to be all Celtics players. I, for one, am, you know, kind of screwing up the system by voting for every Celtics player. Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, and I think I put Grant Williams. Sometimes I'll throw in Time Lord. I don't really vote for any other people in the Eastern Conference. I know I should. Uh but I want our guys to get in, right? At this point, they deserve it. They do. So if you haven't done so already, make sure to throw Jalen Brown some votes. Make sure to throw Jason Tatum some votes. It helps. 
Um, and then as far as the Eastern Conference goes, there's been a lot going on lately. Uh, Milwaukee kind of fell off a little bit. They're, they've won two straight. Uh, Brooklyn won 12 straight, lost the other night. Right now the Celtics are sitting at 27-12. and 12. They're the only team in the NBA with 12 losses. You've got Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Memphis, and Denver all with 13. Boston's the only one with 12. We have a game and a half lead over Milwaukee, uh, which is, you know, their number two in the entire NBA at this point. So we've got a game and a half lead. We're still the best team in the NBA, regardless of that terrible stretch in three weeks and everybody wanting to fire Joe Missoula, everyone wanting to trade Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, trade everybody, blow up the team. Regardless of all of that, the Celtics are still here. They're still sitting on top. Uh, so it's super impressive. I know people want to – people are going to complain either way, but the way you need to look at the way that the Celtics have played so far this season, compare it to – honestly, every other team in the NBA because every single team, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Cleveland, Memphis, Denver, all of these teams have had bad stretches and they've had good stretches. That's the way of the NBA. I don't know if any of them have been as drastic as the Celtics. Actually, no, Brooklyn absolutely is just as drastic. They started off the season horrible, and then they went on and won 12 straight. The Celtics had a 10-game winning streak at one point. Like, the Celtics have absolutely destroyed teams, destroyed teams. So every other team, if you're Brooklyn right now, you're thrilled. Why? Because they started off bad and, and then grew into something bigger and better right? It doesn't matter if you start good and bad or end bad and start good. It doesn't. This early in the season, if we're talking, you know, at game 82, we're ending on a five game losing streak. Sure. It's a very terrible timing for all of that. But look at the grand scheme of things. This is an 82 game season. We are not even halfway through. We've played 39 games. So we are not halfway through the season yet. So if people are complaining about being first in the NBA, so be it. Let them complain. Uh, but honestly, this is the Celtics playing at a really high level right now. And or today, at least, let's see if that continues. You know, a lot of people were talking about it on Twitter. I don't really know that this was the barometer game. I think San Antonio is the barometer game. They tend to, you know, play up to their competition. They tend to play down to their competition. And while it works, it's worked, you know, 69% of the time. You don't want to lose to bad teams. And right now that's what they've been doing. So that's where we're going to wrap things up for today. Very impressive game. Very impressive win. Great game from the Jays. Really good game from the role players as well. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to join our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, and our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. 
Have a great night, Celtics fans. We will talk to you soon. Are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?